the Freestyle Assassin coming back at you on my podcast. I'm about to get up in your ass with some real shit. I'm talking about fake-ass friends on social media. Now, we know some of these people on social media are really fake. And they really aren't our friend because we don't know them and had no prior contact with these people until we received a friend request from them or we randomly sent them a friend request. And there's all kinds of social media platforms, but I only use one. I use Facebook, you know, because I actually took time to try and search out my friends and link up with my family. Oh, excuse me. On Facebook. Um, You know, I know people have careers and stuff like that. And I know, you know, um, people are busy and they're tired. So they just sit back and usually look in their phones and, you know, you're having a conversation with them or you're sitting at the table with them and they rarely ever look at you as opposed to looking at their phone. And then I noticed with all this social media uh, use and Facebook use and cell phone uses, people really don't know how to have a conversation. I've noticed that over the last few years because I've limited my contact with humans. You know, it's like I'm the only homo sapien on the planet. And I know I'm not because we got people smart enough to be presidents and figure out world problems and come up with um, solutions to COVID-19. You know, um, people come up with medical solutions and engineering solutions, but that don't mean that they're homo sapien just because they're smart enough to build a build, design a building just because they're smart enough to come up with a cure for something does not mean they're homo sapien okay it just means they're a really smart human okay once you become a homo sapien you have wisdom the homo sapien is the wise human we're still human but we we've evolved to the point where our wisdom is what guides us. And we have to continually deal with human beings. Because, you know, hey, maybe a human being is my employer. Maybe a homo sapien, the wise human, is my employer. Nine times out of ten, you're going to have a human. It does not seem like there's many homo sapiens. So I just got finished talking to a friend of mine and I asked him, I said, hey man, uh, you know, did you listen to my podcast? I watched that black on black violence video you sent me on Messenger. Did you listen to my podcast? You know, if I can get my friends to be a little more mature because they're, they're really young. I don't know how or why they want to hang out with me. Don't really care. But if I can get them to mature a little bit, you know, maybe I'll get them on the podcast. You know, but I I was um, about a week ahead of this shutdown and all this stuff that's going on around with this virus. I was ahead of it. You know, I was using the wrong music in my uh, podcast, so I couldn't 
publish the podcast. But back to the fake friends on social media. My friends on social media are super fake because these are people that I went to elementary school with. These are people that I knew when I was seven, eight years old, you know, nine, 10, 11, 12 years old. People I've seen in my 20s and 30s, you know, uh, people I went to school with, I played basketball with, football with, fought, you know, and we're friends now. I can't get these motherfuckers to listen to my podcast. <clears throat> so in turn, I asked, why in the hell are you on my Facebook page if you won't listen to my podcast? Why in the hell are you on my Facebook page if you won't like nothing that I post? I don't get it. You know, um, are you that nosy? Is your life that empty? that you want me on your page. You can kick me off your friends list anytime. I will not miss you. Because if you notice, I'm rarely seen in public unless you see me at the grocery store, unless you see me at the gas station, unless you work with me, unless you're close enough to me that you come to my house and hang out. Okay. Um, other than that, I'm not seen. Okay. See, there's things that humans need that the Homo sapien, the wise human, doesn't need. I rarely need human contact because humans are not on the same level as the Homo sapien. It doesn't mean I'm better, it doesn't mean you're worse. It just means that we're not on the same level. We don't communicate the same. We don't think the same. We don't move around to get what we need from this planet, from the world, to make sure we have our food, clothing, and shelter. The same. We are not the same. I am a Martian. Okay? So over the years, as I've watched humans do the same shit over and over and over and just gravitate to the next fad, whether it's some skinny jeans, whether it's a liquor that some rapper is rapping about. Remember when everybody went crazy for Patron because T-Pain was singing about tequila? So, everybody's drinking Patron, 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 Patron. Okay, y'all drinking tequila. Whoa. Wow. But he's saying the name of the tequila. He ain't saying... Patron or tequila made by Patron is the best. No, he's just giving Patron some semi-free advertisement and every empty-headed person on the planet not all of you but just the empty-headed ones ran out and started drinking Patron. Okay? Just like if a rapper sings about Another, any, any liquor they start singing about and if it's a hot song guess what everybody listening to that song that likes that song at some point is going to run out and buy that liquor because you hear your favorite rap star or your favorite musician R&B artist or whatever artist this lame is you run out and you buy what they singing about oh I drink Patron before I do this 
or I drink, um, you know, ENJ before I do this. I don't even, you know, know the li- Or I drink Grey Goose before I do this. That's what y'all black people and white people are going to run out and buy. That's what we call the empty-headed ones. Because you're not thinking for yourself. You've been programmed by this song to want to try this liquor because, oh, he's singing about it. He keeps singing about it. He keeps singing about it. No, asshole. You keep listening to the song that he's singing about it in. So now you've effectively subconscious, you've effectively programmed your subconscious to want that particular liquor that this artist is singing in. Singing about. Right? I watch that shit. You know? Like, man, really? And when I figured it out, mine was a video game. Is when I figured it out. Every year I went and spend $63 on a video game. Number one video game in America or in the world was John Madden Football. It probably still is. And for 11 years. No, longer than that because I played it. I played that Madden for uh, most of my young life. You know, uh, on the Nintendo 64, on the PlayStation 2, on the PlayStation 3. I didn't like it on the um, PlayStation X. You know, the graphics were super duper whack. So I really, I just really didn't like it on the PlayStation. Anyway, until the PlayStation 2 came out, but that's a horse of another color. Every year, I'd go out and I'd buy this video game. Because it was Madden. It's the number one game. It's the la la. No. I effectively programmed myself to think it was the number one game. I effectively programmed myself to think that I wanted to play the hell out of that game. I effectively programmed myself. Now, with that being said, I just happened to pick up one of the holy books. There are several holy books, but I just happened to pick up one and read it. I'm not going to say it's the Bible. I'm not going to say it's the Quran. I'm not going to say it's the Torah. None of that, okay? It's Dead Sea Scrolls, whatever. It's none of, none of your goddamn business. What book brought me out of that? But after I read it, not only did it bring me out of the video game and help me out, help me when I was mourning the death of my mom, but it enlightened me to the plight of the human. How small humans are. How the things humans do are so insignificant. And how y'all just fall for anything and won't stand for anything. You'll fall for everything and won't stand for nothing. You know, it's like, okay, that right there, blue, 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 blue. Oh, that's the hot rap song. Oh, yeah, blue, 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 blue. And now everybody's running around rapping, blue, 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 blue. You're programming yourself because you might have liked the song that your friend listened to, but most of the songs that your friend is listening to, they ain't telling you how to live. They're not telling you how to survive. They're not telling you food, clothing, and shelter. 
You know, they saying, kill your brother, sell the dope, fuck the bitches. Okay? Now, if you listen to what the hot hip-hop song is telling you, it's telling you to go to jail, destroy your life, be like me, right? But that's not him. But now back to the fake ass friends. The content of this podcast so far is pretty darn good. I'm highly impressed with this podcast because it's all truth. But I can't get none of my friends to listen to it. They'd rather show me a video of two black people fighting. Oh yeah, watch this video of two black people fighting. Watch this video of this black girl talking about her man just ate her ass and she mad because he bought her a Happy Meal. So she threw a drink in his face. But she got to tell everybody who's within shouting range that he ate her ass. That's another subject. You ass-eating nasty motherfuckers. Y'all probably bought the coronavirus on us. Running around and eating booty, shit, and gas. That's another podcast, too. How the youth of America, the millennials, like to eat ass. Okay? And it might not just be millennials and the youth of today, but I hear it from mostly the millennials and the youth of today. And the youth of today. Yes, I have a list. So sometimes it's not going to come out the way I want it to sound because my tongue ain't going to form it. All right? Yeah, the youth of today likes to eat butt. Oh, yeah, my girl, she just got out the shower. I'm going to lick her booty hole. No, man. No, man. No, man. Or these women want to lick a man's butthole. No, bitch. No, bitch. No, bitch. If you try it, I'm going to smack the shit out of you, bitch. And then, will I be wrong? No. Women's asses and vaginas are for men. Men's asses are not for women or anybody else. Our asses are only to be set on and used to remove waste from our bodies. You might, oh no, you can't even do that. And I was about to say you'd squeeze it or smack it, but no, you can't even do that. All right. No effeminate actions from men. Toxic masculinity in your face. I wear a beard. Okay. That's another podcast too. We got to stay focused on these fake motherfuckers that say they are friends. Now, on my Facebook page, I got 150 something people. There's people with thousands of people on their page. I don't need a thousand people on my page because I don't even know a thousand people. I don't even know if I've met a thousand people in my entire life. You know? But um, what I do know is that we need self-gratification. We need gratification and approval from others. Most people do. I really don't. Okay, but I kind of get annoyed when I, um, I'm putting something out here for you, fake friends, to learn from, and you won't listen. 
But if you're an entertainer, a superstar, or somebody that has uh, been on TV and, or maybe made a, uh, some a fancy shirts some fashions for you, or that maybe, um, you know, made a, a, a song or a famous athlete, y'all be all in, oh, what is he talking about? They're talking about something that you shouldn't be worried about. Because what you should be worried about is yourself, your children, your spouse, your house, your job, things of that nature. Okay? You, instead of listening to somebody who's trying to teach you how to be or share some information on how you could possibly be more successful in whatever it is that you're doing, because I'm on the same level you on, but I'm not doing the same things you're doing. Okay? No, you won't listen. You'd rather send videos of black-on-black violence. Or memes. Memes are talking about how you're a good woman and your man ain't crap. Or how you're a good man and your woman ain't crap. Well, if you motherfuckers would evolve, you would realize that you really don't need a woman. She would realize that she really don't need a man. Okay? What you need is spiritual elevation. What we need is spiritual evolution. What we need is spiritual understanding. Understanding of the subconscious. Understanding of the conscious. Because that's when you really realize that, you know what? You people really aren't my friends. You're just people that I come in contact with and I deal with. Okay? Um, Sometimes y'all get on my nerves. Sometimes y'all don't. Sometimes y'all help, sometimes y'all don't. Sometimes I help, sometimes I don't. But mostly, humans just are in the way. Because they make turns in the turner lane not using their turn signals. They make turns not using their turn signals. They change lanes, is what I meant to say before, without signaling. They make turns and stop you know, weird stuff in the middle of traffic, right? Those are humans. Those are people that I just really don't choose to, you know, that's just one of the things, or maybe two, using your cell phone when you drive. Okay, some of y'all might drive really well and never have an accident using your cell phone. But you shouldn't do it anyway. You know, I mean, that's like telling somebody there's a virus out there and you need to stay in the house. You know, that goes back to fake ass friends, because your fake ass friend is going to be the motherfucker that stays in the house and send you a video of black on black violence. But when you say, hey, man, yeah, I watched your video of black on black violence. Why don't you listen to my podcast? He know you're talking about something that he need to hear, but he ain't going to listen to it because it's not ignorant. Therefore, you're somebody that is not my friend because you still thrive on ignorance. And I have divorced ignorance a long time ago. Long time now. You know, I've embraced mental evolution, spiritual evolution, long time now. 
I think that's why African women find me attractive and I find African women more attractive than African American women you know it's weird every time I work around African women we just click but African American women I just be like uh, I don't really don't want to talk to you because I don't know if you're going to cuss me out I don't know if you're going to cuss me out. I don't know if you're going to receive me. So I choose not to talk to you. I've elevated past lower level people. And I don't mean that you're lower than me economically, physically, um, housing wise. I mean mentally. You know, in my mind, I think I'm better than people because the ignorance is no longer part of me, but it's still part of you. The lack of spiritual understanding, lack of understanding my own brain is more so a part of me. And most of the people I come in contact with, they don't have that same understanding. So... You end up with fake ass friends because they don't understand you and you know and understand where they're coming from. You just aren't there anymore. So that's when you have that term, I've outgrown them or I've outgrown you. That's why I have a podcast. Now, I'm not going to say that if you were smart, you would listen to it. I'm not going to say not anything like that. But what I'm going to say is this podcast is dedicated to people on my Facebook page that wants to send me pornographic images, that wants to send me images of black on black, that want to send me images of this woman being a, a really good woman, but she's in a relationship with a man not worthy of her. Then what I say to the woman in the relationship with the man not worthy of her, leave. And if you're really that good of a woman, you'll find a good man. But maybe you're not that good, so you stay. Only you know the answer to that question. Fast forward. Rewind. Pause. Think about it. Bud Light on deck. Time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. Bitch. Anyway. This podcast is dedicated to my friends on Facebook. Because I know you'll never listen to it. And if you do, you might say, well, you know, Dave is kind of deep. Dave is a thinker, and I've always been a thinker. That's why if you notice my profile picture, I didn't take that picture. I didn't know that I didn't even know that picture was being taken. But I just got finished speaking. And that's the uh, position I naturally assumed after I got finished speaking. The position of the thinker. 
um, I really am um, taken aback by people that have known me for 20 years, even though you haven't seen me every day over them 20 years. And even if you did see me every day over them 20 years, now as you listen to my podcast and you don't listen to it, what kind of friend were you, are you to me? What kind of friend would I be to you if I've been your friend for 20 years? And I say, hey man, listen to my podcast, and I didn't. You know, that's what I mean. Friendship is not something, a title that you give to everybody. Friendship is a title that you give to those who help. Friendship is a title that you give to those that you trust. Friendship is a title that you give to those that you know will have your back no matter what. Now, if you got people like that in your corner and they're not your brothers and sisters, which my brothers and sisters aren't in my corner anyway, so... You know, I don't know how your brothers and sisters are with you, but let's say your family is really tight, tightly knit. Okay, so if they got your back like your brother and sister and they're not in your family, if you go to them, if you need some money, if you go to them, if you need a place to go, if you go to them when you if you're hungry, if you go to them, if you need a ride, if you go to them when uh, you need shelter. And they're always there. That's your friend. But before we rest on that. Can that friend turn to you? See. Because now I'm about to flip the script. If you are of no use to me. And I am of no use to you. Then we are of no use to each other. Now, if I can't use you and you can't use me, then why in the hell do we even talk to each other? Why? Because we are of no use to each other. And I don't need you as a friend if I can't come to you if I need you. You don't need me as a friend if you can't come to me when you need me. So I need you to listen to my podcast and you don't. Is that a revelation that this person is not my friend? Or they're just not into podcasting. But I know you listen to the radio. I got some nice music in the background. Check it out. Now, I know this podcast is going to get at least one play. Me. And I know that my podcasts are really good. Because I'm not a dummy. And the more I speak, the more articulate I will become. Because I will refresh my memory of the words that escape me now. And the more I relax on this podcast, the better they'll become. The only thing I think has hold me back is my name is not Mike Tyson. My name is not Dr. Phil. My name is not Michael Moore. You know, uh, and I'm not white. 
So those things are possibly holding me back. But a woman told me today when I played my podcast for her, she says, you have a really nice voice. You have a really nice radio voice. Well, to any woman that might listen to my podcast, my name is the Freestyle Assassin. And when I talk this way, I'm relaxed. But when you hear my voice sound like this, it's under stress. Because I don't want you to think that I'm trying to be um, overly sexy on this podcast. But this is the natural sound of my voice. And the other sound, it's when I'm speaking up so I can be heard. Because if I speak at my normal tone, you probably wouldn't hear me. I'd say hello and look right at you and say hi. And you wouldn't hear me because my voice is really low. And I'm not really a loud speaker. But when I do speak this way, I have something to say. And it might be wise for you to listen. And if you're one of those people that can't listen, then I don't have to I don't have time to listen to you. That's another thing. You ever sit and you think you're about to have a conversation with somebody and they talk blah 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 and they talk wah 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 wah, right? As soon as your turn to talk, you can't get a word in edgewise. All they want to do is out talk. I mean, they talk loud to you. But they just constantly out talking you because they know you're right. And what they usually talking about is a bunch of bullshit. You know? Um, yeah, so over time, I start realizing that maybe it's these cell phones that's making these people just talk, 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 talk. And never listen to nobody. They're just always talking. And you can't even talk about what they're talking about because they won't let you get a word in edgewise. You can't even change the subject because they won't let you get a word in edgewise. So then you say, okay, all right, I'm just going to stop trying to talk. And I'm going to let them, you know, lead the conversation. You lead, they let them lead, and they just talk, 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 talk. And then you just start to be glad when they shut their mouth and leave. And then when they finally shut their mouth, you think... You can maybe salvage these couple hours that you spent with this person and have a decent conversation for two minutes. But no, as soon as you try and say anything, here they go, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh my God, really, this motherfucker either don't want me to ever say a word or they think they smarter than me. You know, and I know it's a lot of people out there that think you're smarter than me. Okay, I don't know a lot of people out there that will disagree with me. Okay, but let me tell you something. You'd have to be pretty damn smart to be smarter than me. I'm talking about uh, not in math. Okay, no, because I'm not a math whiz. In common sense. Okay, I'm not the smartest. But I don't care who you think you are. I don't care what level you think you're on. If you start a conversation with me and I find it interesting enough to talk to you, you will soon find that I am on genius level intelligence. You'll find it out very quickly. There is a exam that I took um, when I was in college. And it was the test... I was leaving English for effective communication and I was going into English 101. 
there's a test that I took. It's called the Nelson Denning exam. Okay, I don't know if any of you ever heard of that. But it's a um, word comprehension test. You read a sentence. The underlying word means what in the sentence. I'm like, oh, that's going to be easy because rarely can you use a word, if ever, in a sentence properly and I won't immediately understand what it is. Okay? Almost immediately. So, I'm doing this multiple choice test and I answer the key, my answer key gets off. Because I'm looking like, no, that's not the answer and it's not keying up, right? So I look and I say, oh, I must have skipped one of the answers and marked down one. So I go to the teacher, I say, hey, I, I got to do this again because my answer key is off. You know, you can see it's like, it's off. So she says, okay, and she gives me another one. I don't think I missed one. I probably missed maybe five out of maybe 800 I don't remember how long, how many questions it was, but the grading was degrading. The grading was degrading. When she put that answer key on top of my test, no, no, this can't be. You can't have possibly, it's because you, you went through it once and you did it again and you had a chance to think about it. No, bitch, I'm that smart. In English. Okay. Professor. Professor Bon. Was it Professor Bon Jovi? Some Russian lady. But they are always quick to downgrade the intelligence of brown people. Especially white people. I mean, I don't want to say all white people. But yeah. A lot of them will quickly. Quick. To dismiss your intelligence. It's okay. We live in a country built for rich white men by black slaves. Right? Okay. Dig that. We live in a country built for rich rich white men by black people and everybody else they could exploit. But no, we're not that smart. And I get it. Why they would think black people weren't that smart? Because for the life of me, I can't understand why they didn't kill every person on every plantation that wasn't black. I don't care. The overseer, he's got to die. The horse, it's got to die. The cows, they got to die. And everybody in that motherfucking house has got to die. I mean, I'm going to get back to my original thought. But once you beat me like you did, once you rape a man in front of his family once you do some of the things I've seen you do man guess what I'm going to get find a way and, I, and it's my understanding that these slaves weren't tied down at night locked up in shackle so how come you can't get your ass over into the overseer's cabin kill him Make your way to the big house after you killed all the overseers, their muscle. You kill them in their sleep because they're cowards. So you kill them in a cowardly way. And you do some of the things that they did to you. Like board up the motherfucking house. 
and set it on fire. And anybody that come out that house has to die. I know that's a bit extreme on my podcast, but I, for the life of me, d- d- cannot wrap my mind around why these people remained slaves and didn't just kill these motherfuckers in their sleep. And if they would have did that, this country would have been different. It wouldn't have been a bunch of white people in power, I know that. So, I have a problem with slaves. I'm sorry, that might, um, if anybody listens to this podcast, that might um, not go over well with them. But, being a grown man, getting fucked in my ass, in front of my wife and kids, it's not going over well with me. You know? Being a grown man, being beat, or have my, or some white, or a group of white men come and fuck my wife in front of me. No, that's not going sitting well with me. Okay? But back to the fake-ass friend, see? Because, you know, I have a lot of thoughts about a lot of things, as you can plainly see. But back to the fake-ass friends. This podcast is pretty intense. I think. Especially when I add the music in the background afterwards. You know, back to the fake-ass friends. If you were any kind of friend, you would uh, listen to my podcast. But being that you're not, I'm going to post this podcast. And uh, I dare one of you motherfuckers to listen to it. And then I think I'm just going to slowly delete all of you off of my page. Because I don't want to see your ignorant black-on-black violence. I don't want to see you posting pictures of a bunch of uh, women that you don't know. Or that you can't even introduce me to. (laughs) You know what I mean? Hey, man, do you know her? Oh, no response. Oh, you don't know her. And you can't introduce me to her. So, you know, why are you putting this shit on me? You know what I mean? I don't get it. I'm not into porn. People don't believe me. But I'm not. You know, um, it's disgusting. Right? To sit there and watch other people have sex. That is one of the most disgusting things I think a person can do without um, committing a crime is sit there and watch porn. You know, you're watching other people have sex. That's voyeurism. Okay, that means if you're watching people on have people right there on TV have sex. If I was to drop down and have sex right in front of you with my girl, you would watch, and then ask if you could join in because you want to, want to, but you can't do that on TV. So why are you watching it? And I don't want you to join in with me, so I'm not going to have sex in front of you. You voyeurs. You know. Now, Dr. Phil talking about shit like, um, what's going on? You're sheltering at home with four kids, and the mama's like, oh, I have to be all the entertainment. My four children are driving me crazy. Oh, my God. What are you trying to do, get a break or trying to make the schools raise them or whatever? Let me tell you something, woman. Woman up. You got four kids, okay? My mom had five. If we was right here, had to do this coronavirus, my mom would take care of all five of us. Should we be playing cards? We'd be playing chess. We'd be playing checkers. We'd be doing artwork. We'd sit down and talk. You know? 
I don't know what's going on with this chick who's on, yes, I'm going to say it, Dr. Phil. She's a pretty white lady. Oh, that's eye candy. Okay, MILF mom, I like to, <laughs> right? Okay, got it. Now, Dr. Phil is having this TV show from home, right? So, I guess they Skyping. You know, I'm like, this is how we're doing it now. We're Man, push off with that. Walk the motherfucking plank. Okay? Um, this is the freestyle assassin keeping it straight up real. You know the deal. It's all about you, America, world. I'm trying to entertain you the best way I can. I don't know how funny it is. Um, I know it's got some seriousness in it and, you know, uh, maybe even a little saltiness in it because I thought, hey, man, I make a podcast. My friends see the stuff I post. They should know that my podcast is going to be pretty good. It's going to have some solid content. But no. I really am out here homo sapien. Solo homo sapien. I talked with a friend last night. We talked for almost two hours. And I was like, hey, you know, uh, maybe there's potential there. I know there's potential for a podcast because she's really intelligent. And the last time I seen her, she was looking really good. You know, so hey. And Rainy, well, I don't want to say anybody's name, but she's always been sharp. So I'm pretty sure um, she still is. Anyway, I'd like to have her on my podcast one day, and I think I'm, um, you know, invite her. She will, you know, she's busy and I'm busy, but we'll get it together. We'll probably, I'll try and make a date out of it. Hey, let's go on a date, and then all of a sudden we're having a good date, and then we'll just have one of our intelligent conversations and record it. But light time, you know, and um, see where it go. I think I'm going to take some time to listen to some one of them other guys' podcasts. I listened to one guy, and he had a bunch of stuff he was showing um, Ellen DeGeneres and he was talking about uh, Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon and he was talking about um, Tom Hanks and this DMT stuff like I think DMT is in the brain and you know saying that they were torturing these kids to get the brain to produce DMT so they could um take the DMT out of their brains so they were, I don't know if they are eating the brains or what but I listened to this guy, I don't know his name um, somebody else recommended that I watch him, but of course they're not listening to my podcast, they're watching other people <laughs> so I watched this guy and you know the stuff he was posting, I guess it was okay you know, it was saying Ellen DeGeneres is uh, a devil worshipper it was saying um Basically, Tom Hanks and them are got court dates for this, but they ain't, I really didn't say it's all information that's readily available. And um, so they're saying that they're basically all devil worshippers in Hollywood. They are all child abusers and this and that, and they're eating kids' brains. I wouldn't doubt it because, you know, they can do anything in Hollywood. 
you know, behind their giant fences in their big houses. They probably got a torture chamber down there for kids, and the room wasn't even designed to be a torture chamber for kids. It just, okay, I got this money, and I got this room, and, you know, we're going to have this, um, um, whatever that thing is that the devil people do when they all get together and shit and be chanting devil stuff and then sacrifice. I forgot what they call that, you know, um, but yeah. And then we eat the kids. Because I'll tell you, Ellen did look bad on TV when she got makeup on and stuff. Her face looked so skinny. She looked like she was a man. And, uh... <laughs> it was kind of... It was some... <coughs> Excuse me. It was some really weird stuff. I know that. And, um... You know, I, I, I can't use content. I wanted to record it, and I could say, oh, well, this content is not mine, or whatever, however they say it. I, I do not own the rights to this content, or whatever it is that they say. Okay, that's fine. But no, man. You know, I'm not going to do that, because this is my podcast. And I'll let you know <clears throat> that y'all need to possibly drink something. Y'all might need to check out Ellen DeGeneres' Twitter feed since the uh, quarantine began. Check out Tom Hanks' Twitter feed since the quarantine began. Check out Jimmy Kimmel's Twitter feed since... (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Excuse me. Check out all those um, Jimmy Fallon's, Tom Hanks, Ellen DeGeneres, anybody else. Kind of troll them. You know, and don't, like, say mean things to them, but just, you know, what y'all do to everybody else, being their business, scrolling down their Facebook page, you know? That's all you got to do. And the truth will be told. The truth will be told. I know one truth that's evident. I'm not a fake person. And I'm not going to tolerate fake people. So, if you don't know what kind of person I am, you're about to find out. And when you find out what kind of person I am, if you still want to be my friend, you're going to have to match me. You know, you can't come short when you're talking to me. Or hanging out with me because I'm not gonna come short when I'm talking to you or hanging out with you. All this right back to fake ass friends, unevolved humans. It all coincides. Once you realize you are who you are, it's like a permanent scar. You are who you are. You can't change. You can't take that scar off unless you have surgery. And how are you going to surgically repair your id? How are you going to surgically repair your uh, thought process? Your id is your ego. Your id is everything that makes you who you are. How are you going to surgically repair that? Like I said, it's a permanent scar. You know, but I didn't say that. I didn't use words like id. You think you're saying I'd. No. Your id is your ego. It is everything 
you are. And if you're a fake-ass human, then you're a fake-ass human. If you're a fake-ass homo sapien, which that can't exist, you know, this is something I like to say. In order to keep it real with somebody else, you have to first keep it real with yourself. Once you understand how you feel and how you want to be treated and how you expect people to treat you so you go out and treat them the way you want to be treated, once you really start doing that, you will understand. You will understand. what it means to say keep it real you know keep it real keep it 100 until you keep it 100 with yourself you can't keep it 100 with nobody else you know so with things like that rolling around in my head when you roll up on me with some old dumbass bullshit then you know um, I'll go ahead and be like yeah man I'll listen to you and I respectfully listen to you but I will usher myself away from your ass as fast as possible yep okay yeah I'll get you I understand I feel you I hear you but uh, you know I really have to go and I'm not lying to you. I do have to go because I cannot stand there and listen to you any longer. It's your fake ass. You know. And I just, I would be falling short of saying, man, I can't stand here and listen to your fake ass. I just be like, look, man, all right, hey, how you doing? Yeah, it was good to see you. I got to go. I don't even want to uh, drink a beer with you. You know. Like I told my brother. Man. When I had that foot surgery, I was like, bruh, you didn't come over and see if I needed a sandwich. You knew you owed me $25. You didn't even come over to give me the $25 that you owed me. You didn't even call. I've been over here, I've been over here for two months with nothing, struggling. And you got the nerve to call me up two months later to tell me you got my $25 or whatever it is. You can go to hell with that $25. Please don't call me back. You know, because I knew it was. And come up with some little bullshit, fake-ass excuse. Let me tell you something else. An excuse only satisfies the person that makes it. So when you start lying to me, and give me all these motherfucking excuses. The only thing you're doing is pushing me further away from you and reaffirming everything I say about human beings. Okay, usually I start wrapping this up. Usually, I start wrapping this up with something positive. But I can wrap this up and finish this off with only realness. Okay? When you start making excuses to cover your shortcomings 
and the person you're talking to, if they soft enough to accept your excuse, then cool, you got it off. But a multimillionaire told me, I used to work for him. He said, David, an excuse only satisfies the person that makes it. So when you start making excuses for why you this or why you that, oh, it sounds good to you. Because you probably sat there and went over it 40, 50 times. But I don't care how good it sounds to you. If you make an excuse why you coming short for me, that's only going to satisfy you. I'm not satisfied. Pay up. I'm not satisfied. Go to hell. I'm not satisfied. Stay as far away from me as you possibly can. Because I'm going to stay as far away from you as I can. It don't have to be violent. You know? It don't have to be violence. As much as I love my brothers and sisters, I have to love them from a distance. I have to love them without speaking to them because that's apparently, that's apparently the way people love each other nowadays. If you don't call me, I'm not going to call you. You know, I don't know. You got to keep it real with yourself. Okay? And once I realized I was out here on my own, keeping it real with myself, I learned that if my brothers and sisters um, really aren't there for me, I have to be here for myself. And then I say, okay, I'm going to have to find some people out here on this planet that's going to have my back. Back to friendship. I got to find some people out here on this planet that's really going to have my back. Let me tell you something. If you can't listen to my podcast, I know you ain't got my back. You know, I am going to go to my friend's restaurant as soon as I get in the mood for soul food, which I rarely am in the mood to eat something like black eyed peas. Don't like them. Cornbread is okay. And pinto beans. I should probably got some cornbread and pinto beans. Now, so will somebody correct me if I'm wrong? Slave food is what soul food is. Or soul food is the same stuff that we ate as slaves maybe a, a little better quality because it's 2019 but it's really unhealthy and salty will somebody explain it? is that what that is is soul food really unhealthy and salty I don't know I'm not a big fan of it but like I said I'm going to go to your restaurant I'm going to come to your restaurant and when I come to your restaurant I'm going to ask you to do one thing I'm, I'm, I'm paying $25 right now for this plate of food for you to listen to my podcast You know what I mean? Is that a fair exchange? My podcast is free, but I came in here to buy a plate of food. So maybe if I patronize your place, you'd listen to my podcast. Don't know. The maximum recording time is 60 minutes. I'm at 55, 12. All right. And um, I might go another five minutes. You know, because I get kind of, you know, uh, I never get to touch on family like I want to because I really can't. I'd like to speak on how family should be, you know, and I think I know how family should be. I really think I know how family should be. But I can't speak on family the way I would like to speak on family because my family don't really talk to me. Or is it because I don't really talk to my family? I don't know. 
there's a couple uh, see I can change my voice too so when they're talking like this I don't know why I do that because really this is how my voice sounds I think this is a much more pleasant sounding voice like I said the more I do this podcast the better I'm going to get I would really appreciate it if my friends would take time out to listen to my podcast you know um I'm doing it for the world. I'm not doing it for black people. I'm not doing it for white people. I'm not doing it for Hispanics. I'm not doing it for Asians. Brazilians. I'm doing this for the world. Pangea. We have to come together. Right now. This day. Even though there's a lot of people out there sick and know we can't come together because we're all sick. Okay, right. You're so smart. When this is over, we have to come up with a solution to prevent this from ever happening again. There has to be a worldwide warning. China, we have to put you on notice. You have to do better. Your first case of coronavirus has to be reported and all plain. You keep that over there. I know that sounds racist. And it probably even sounds ignorant. But is it really? Look what your ignorance did to the entire world. That is is inexcusable. There is no excuse. What you did... is unreprehensible unrespectable I used to kind of like Chinese people now I'm, 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 I'm kind of I'm not saying all of y'all like that but I have some issues now you know and that might sound racist racist you know I have a lisp especially when you get around to them S's and like I said I'm practicing um how I present my voice so I'm going to get better at it but back to China that is inexcusable unreprehensible you did a horrible job thousands of people around the world lost their lives because of your reckless inconsiderate not caring selfish actions China, in some form or fashion, needs to be punished for this. 56 seconds and out. Hey, world, think about it. I'm not saying go to war with China, but I think they should be restricted, embargoed, and stripped down, and penalized for at least 30 years. Hey, world what do you think freestyle assassin 67 at gmail.com hit me up let me know subject matter peace i'm out stay healthy stay sanitary wash your hands